Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. As Michigan's most powerful and influential voice for business, the Michigan Chamber of Commerce stands ready to serve you. Go to mychamber.com, that's M-I-C-H-A-M-B-E-R.com, to learn more now. Hey, listeners, happy Friday. The online team is currently on a brief break while we cook up some great stories for you. So this week, we're sharing a segment from one of our other podcasts, Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. If you haven't heard, the Big Ten is slated to expand to a whopping 16 teams in 2024 with the addition of USC and UCLA. In this segment, Free Press columnist Sean Windsor welcomes broadcaster, MSU student, and former student athlete Kalina Neese to hash out her concerns with his take on the news. They also talk about the life of a student athlete. Check it out. Hey, folks, welcome to Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. Uh, Andrew, um, well, first of all, we're going to hear from Andrew Hammond today, which is a shock and I think a treat and uh, I think it's something you guys will enjoy. But, Andrew, we don't have Carlos today. He's on a, a, a break. I don't know where he is. Do you remember where he was going? Uh, I don't know. Um, Indiana, like, I maybe? La- yeah, I could listen to last week's show, but that would require me hopping off. No, 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 and, no. Don't do and, that. Don't do that. No, okay, no. He, okay. he was going to Indiana, and if I'm not mistaken, he was going back up to Mackinac. Yeah, know, probably, that's such a Carl's you know. place to go. Not that there's anything wrong with Mackinac. We're not judging, but you know that that's that sounds like Carl's, right? Did did he need the break from you, or did he need the break from me? That's the question. No, I'm sure it was me. I'm sure it was me. He maybe just needed a break from the free press. In any case, we we <laughs> wish Carl's a good recovery, some recuperation, a good break. He deserves it. He'll be back with us uh, next week. But Andrew, I think yes. you know, I think this works out for us because we have a guest host today. Absolutely. That you just met. Yes, like 10 minutes ago. And for all y'all out there that love Michigan State, you know, look, this isn't, we didn't book this guest because we're trying to say, hey, there's no blue wall here at the Detroit Free Press. But, you know, I'm just saying, right? Facts are facts. We're we're about to let Kalina, excuse me, Kalina. Oh, my goodness. I've forgotten how to pronounce your last name. This is terrible. Can I say Kanise? It's niece. Niece. The case well, I, is silent. I know, but I, I, I thought I heard uh, our other podcast mate, uh, Mike Elric, who's a really good reporter at the Detroit Free Press. Obviously, he's got the soul of Detroit. I thought I've heard him say Kenise. Maybe he's just joking. He's said a million things wrong a million times, and he'll, he'll figure it out one day. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, we want to welcome in Andrew Kalina Niece, who is a, a soon-to-be junior at Michigan State. And she was on the rowing team up there, and she's from Lake Orion, or at least went to Lake Orion High School. I'm not sure she's from there. That's bad reporting. On it. Okay, good. She's from Lake Orion. Went to to Michigan State to row. Is still at Michigan State. Is in the journalism school. So my is minoring in broadcast journalism and sports. And she is part of the ML Solo Detroit podcast. Occasionally, we kind of have her. Mike Elwick tells us we have her in here as a 
what an NIL, our NIL athlete, our name, image, and likeness yeah. athlete. But that's just a ruse. Frankly, she's uh, she's fun and uh, has a lot a lot to say, a lot of observations. So we, we just like keeping her around over there. So we thought we'd bring her over here, Andrew. Does that work out for you? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay, that that, that is absolutely perfect. Somebody's got to keep you and I on the straight and narrow. Well, that's true, and um, she's also going. She's here to keep me in line for a couple of things I've written lately. But anyway, welcome, Kalina. Sorry about that. Uh, way too long yeah. edition, but thanks thanks for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. And you're glad to be able to talk. You know, you come to you come to the studio, the uh, Soul of Detroit studio, and Mike keeps you quiet, doesn't he? Sometimes. Sometimes I get to talk, but most of the time he's just talking right over me. I know, I know. Well, listen, to, to, before before we get uh, started on the, the topics we're going to get into, well, first of all, I, I want to say Kalina has a, a, a podcast called Exposure. She's about to start up another one called Roundup, which is sort of a, a news of the day podcast that's going to involve somebody from the state news and a couple other people. You want to tell us about that real quick? Yeah, so Roundup is a roundtable-type news discussion. I'll have people from City Pulse, State News, Focal Point, which are all other student-run news associations, and they'll come in to Impact 89 FM, the radio station I work for, and we'll all just talk about a different topic that we're writing about, researching, just something new in the news each week, and it's a lot of fun, and I'm excited to get started with it. Um, the kid who ran the podcast before me just graduated, and he did a great job with it, and now me moving into a different position, I'm excited to get to do something new and kind of put my own little spin on it. So it'll be a lot of fun. Do you like to write also? I'm not sure if we've ever actually talked about that. Um, I prefer broadcasting over writing, but I do uh, do some writing. Um, right now I have a couple articles for Impact 89FM and then a couple for Spartan Newsroom, but I'd much rather do broadcasting than like print writing so you want to sit and opine into a microphone like andrew yeah pretty much wow okay that's the first shot okay oh no 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 or, or, or like carlos i think carlos would be happy if he didn't have to write at all right if he could just you know if he's driving around and he thinks of somebody he wants to get into or troll or rip he just records it real quickly and sends it off <laughs> and we publish it as an audio file and he had to write it all I think well, my goal after school is to be a producer. I'd love to be a news producer or a sports producer. I love making graphics and writing scripts and doing all that kind of stuff. So okay. I like the behind the scenes of the broadcast. Well, well, that, well, I don't blame you for that at all. Well, listen, we're, we're going to we brought Kalina in here today because we, we have several subjects we wanted to get into. One, the Big Ten expansion with USC and UCLA. And we want to get her perspective as a, a student athlete. And what that uh, what that means in the real world, and not just you know those of us out here that have one opinion about it or the other. And then we want to talk about the the, the House bill, Senate bill that could make uh, it possible to take alcohol into football, college, excuse me, football, basketball, and hockey stadiums in this state. Why only those three? I mean, you know, why why can't we go to a rowing event and drink? By the way, right? Because it's in a park somewhere in the middle of nowhere. No one. Well, that makes it great. Whatever you want into that. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, all right, we're going to talk about that, and then and then we may have time to get into this idea of you know the Michigan Michigan State rivalry in terms of coverage in this state. Kalina probably has some thoughts on the, the the Great Blue Wall, but before we get into that, real quick, I just wanted to get a little bit more of your your background about how you got into rowing and uh, what it was like to what's it like to row at the at the collegiate level, and and did you like being a student athlete? Well, I started 
Well, I've always been an athlete since I was two years old. I've been doing sports. This past year was the first year in over 18 years that I haven't been doing like a team athletics. So I was just always doing sports as a kid. And by time I always did volleyball in high school, by time I was about a junior, I kind of realized I'm not going to go anywhere with volleyball. I was too short, just never could make it as a collegiate volleyball athlete. So I was just kind of moving on from the idea of being an athlete in college when actually one of the coaches at the University of Wisconsin reached out to me and said, hey, we saw your recruiters page. I know you haven't rode before, but come and try. So my junior, in between my junior and senior year of high school, um, I just went out to Wisconsin for a week. I was like, all right, we'll try this. And they taught me how to row. And it was with a bunch of other girls from all over the country. And I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. So at the end of the week, I went up to their head coach and I said, hey, I kind of want to continue doing this. Is there any clubs around me, like in the Metro Detroit area? She looked me dead in the eye and said, don't worry about that. You can walk onto any Division One team as is. And that was after my first, I was just rowing for a week. So after that, I just kept rowing on the rowing machines, kept up with it, was reaching out to coaches. And that's when I got my offer from Michigan State. So I was just kind of just staying in shape and doing stuff. Then 2020 hit. So that was a lot of fun and trying to figure out how to continue rowing when there were no sports, there was nothing going on. But Overall, I would say my experiences like a student athlete was really fun. It's really cool, especially when I went in in 2020 when it was only student athletes on campus. So we really got to build our little community of a lot of friends who are athletes. Um, and it was a lo lot different than I was expecting my freshman year of college to be. But I was so excited that I got to, you know, meet people and row on a I mean, the Big Ten is one of the most competitive um, conferences for rowing that in the Ivy league. So I'm sure Andrew knew that, right? Andrew. Um, <laughs> kinda. Um, I, I have some friends who, um, who rowed in the pack 12. So I kind of under, I kind of got a sense of how rowing culture is. So, uh, yeah, basically anything that has a body, anything that's close to a body of water, I'm assuming there's a, a, a big rowing community there. So you were a natural yeah, Kalina, kind of like Steph Curry picking up a basketball. I mean, it was just one of those things where rowing is not a hard sport to learn. You just have to be athletic. And I just happened to be the right build, the right, like everything just lined up for me. And it was never something I thought I was going to do. It was so just like a jockey, right? Yeah. It's you just, happen to be, you just happen to be built for it. Mm -hmm. Or seven footer. Shoulders, nice and tall, nice and long. That's all you need. Sure, sure. So a seven-footer. It's funny because uh, I was out in Vegas last week for NBA Summer Ball, and part of the experience of Summer Ball is that it's not just the the, the players that are on the court in the in the arena, the concourses. It's kind of an NBA sort of reunion from retired players and even even current players who aren't going to play Summer Ball because they're not rookies and guys trying to make, find a spot in the league. So they're basketball players everywhere in the concourse, everywhere you look you know, six, 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 seven, all, you know, and then on up. And it's really kind of interesting to walk around and see all that height in, in one place. And one thing that really strikes me, and I've been there a couple of times now is that a lot of the, the, the guys that are six ten, six nine, or six, nine, six, six, eleven taller, that they don't carry themselves with the same kind of joy. And it's not to say that they don't love playing basketball, but you get the sense, Kalina, a lot of people that are just tall, 
we're just thrown into it because they're tall, right? Mm-hmm. Not because they, they love basketball. So I oh, just yeah. wonder, I wonder if that's you and you rowing, right? I mean, a little bit like I was always a volleyball player, but five, seven is not tall enough to be a volleyball player. And so that's why rowing was like, well, as long as you're strong and you have long legs, it doesn't matter. Right. No, that, that, that makes sense. So, so you rode for about a, you rode for about a year at state and then what happened? Um, I ended up getting injured and we have standards every year. And if you don't make your standards then you can't continue for the rest of the year. And the coaches knew I was injured and they told me I could take time to recover and I have a standing opening to come back at any time. But I did my time. I got my varsity letter. I did what I needed to do at state. I think I'm going to just take a break and learn how to be a non-athlete for the first time in my life. And focus on studies. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. I'm trying to do a lot with journalism. I'm part of multiple journalism outlets at Michigan state and Spartan yep. sports report impact 89. You jump on the ML solo Detroit, right? Oh yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Mike, yeah, whenever or- ML needs me. Give no, me yeah. But he, yeah. But he just, yeah. Occasionally he even lets you talk, which is, you know, something Once for in him. A while. Yeah. No, well, he's like that with everybody. He doesn't discriminate. He's, he likes to hear his own voice and, and that's how it goes. More free press sports with Carlton Sean after the break. As Michigan's leading statewide business advocacy organization, the Michigan Chamber of Commerce is on the job every day standing up for job providers in the legislative, political, and legal arenas. We are the unified voice of thousands of members who employ over one million Michiganders. We work with trade associations and local chambers of commerce of every size and kind in all 83 counties of the state. We know business in Michigan. Learn more today about how we can protect, connect, and strengthen your business. Whether that's advocating on your behalf at the Capitol, helping meet your informational training and networking needs, or boosting your bottom line visibility and voice, we're on the job for you. Make my chamber your chamber. Go to mychamber.com, that's M-I-C-H-A-M-B-E-R.com, to learn more now. All right, look, um, let's, let's get into the real reason you're on the podcast today. I mean, of course we wanted to have you, but you... You told me when we were in the studio the other day for the Soul of Detroit that you'd read a column that I'd written about the Big Ten letting, uh, you know, not letting, but going after USC and UCLA and bringing them into the Big Ten fold. And you did not like what I'd written. And you said, I'm coming on your podcast because I want to destroy you with this idea. Come let me let me say my piece. So I had uh, before I get into. okay, let me just set this up real quickly. I don't mind it at all. I to me. I'll just summarize the column real quickly. To me, it's not that I, I, I'm judging it, I'm making a moral judgment or saying it's good or bad one way or the other. I just feel like the college sports have been a business, college football and basketball in particular, have been a business for a long, long time. We've tried to pretend otherwise. And when moves like this are made, it just it gets it more and more out in the open of what it really is, which is a form of entertainment for the, for the millions and millions of people out there. And I'm not saying the experience for the student athletes, but that was kind of the point of my column. You have a very different idea, so have at it. Well, 
I've always been a person, I mean, you kind of mentioned this um, last week, but it was saying that I like to travel to sports. I like to go to Ohio for the weekend, drive down with my friends, stuff like that. How am I going to do that if we're playing in California? How are parents of the athletes going to do that if they're playing in California? How, like, what am I going to do? There's, I've always known the Big Ten to be Midwest, East Coast, and just like this part of the country. And we've always been in these like power five divisions. Why is the PAC 12 not good enough anymore for USC and UCLA? Isn't it supposed to be another power five division? And then on top of that moving like for the athletes that aren't like football, basketball, hockey, like how are you going to do it with track athletes? Where's the budget for them to travel out to California? Where's the budget for the rowers to travel out to California? I know we barely had a budget to get enough buses to travel us anywhere, let alone a new boat, new equipment, all that stuff had already been cut. We'd been fundraising for that on our own. How are you going to send us out to California multiple times a year? No, it's a, it's, it's a very fair question. So how did you get to Lincoln? Did you take a bus or Rutgers? So um, we took a bus everywhere we went. We never flew, not even. Um, we drove to... Ohio a lot because a lot of times they do regattas where it's two or three teams at a time so Ohio State would be the host but it would be us Rutgers and Ohio State so that way we could meet up at a middle point but there's no middle point for California uh yeah Bozeman I don't know (laughs) Denver yeah no (laughs) so how many other sports are bus only travel pretty much anything that's not volleyball basketball football Most of them are, yeah, hockey, um, I think gymnastics, anything where they, anything under 10 or 10 hours or under, they try to bus. So when you say, so for our listeners, when you say 10 hours under, so the NCAA limits how often or how much student athletes can practice in a given week. And it's 20 hours to my, right. It's, I think it's still 20 hours. So you're talking about sports that limit it to 10 hours as opposed to 20 hours. Well, no, travel wise, like anything. Oh, tra- oh, my, my, I'm sorry. So if you can drive ten hours, then it's. Oh, okay. Then you're going to be driving ten hours. Yikes! So, well, Omaha or excuse me, Lincoln is kind of past ten hours. Well, it's right at the cutoff, right? I know tennis still buses out there. Do they really? Mm-hmm. I guess it depends on the traffic in Chicago because that trip can take up to up to twelve. I know that I have a friend, Luke Bayless. He's on the tennis team from Metro Detroit area. They, he told me that they drove all the way out to Nebraska, played a game in Nebraska, and then drove all the way to Wisconsin, did another match in Wisconsin, then stopped in Illinois, did a match in Illinois, and then drove home. So Just you, so they could hit it all in one go and save money. So you have to love your sport to be able yeah, to, to mean, be a full-time student and to spend that kind of a time on a bus. Well, yeah, I, every weekend I was spending 10 hours on a bus there and back when I'd go to Bloomington, I was constantly in Indiana doing stuff and it would be 10 hours or five hours down, five hours back every weekend. And you'd leave Friday and then you'd come back Sunday and you'd got to go to classes the next day. That's just how it is. So the scenario I would imagine would be that you, you're not going to play. You're not going to, compete against UCLA and UC, USC in some of these sports if it, 
right? The, if it's the bus, if you got the $10 that bus or rule. our budgets are just going to get cut. Like the budgets for all the smaller sports teams, just all right. Well, you're not going to get gear this year. You're not going to get as much coaching. Like they're going to let coaches go something because we have to play those conferences. But what do you, what do you think about that? I mean, do you, I'm curious what you think about the, the right to some of these sports to exist because as we all know, football and basketball, unfortunately drive the train, the, the money train a lot, but I'm curious what, what your perspective is. Well, it's all about equal opportunity. I would have never gotten my scholarship. I would have never gone to Michigan state if it wasn't for rowing. And I love Michigan state. It's my home. I wouldn't want to go to any other school. And I think about all those people, like there were girls on our team from Austria, Australia, New Zealand, the UK, like from all over the world who came to Michigan state because of sports and sure. It's not the sport that everyone watches, but it's giving people an opportunity to experience something new and bringing more people into the university. So yes, it might not be making a lot of money, but it's still making the university money by having more students from all over the world. You can charge out of students from out of the country way more than you can students who live in state. So they're not getting scholarship monies then if they're coming. Well, some of them are, a lot of them do, but it's still, you're getting your voice out there to people in other countries. Like I have a friend who's on the field hockey team from the Netherlands. How many people from the Netherlands know about Michigan state? No, it's and a good now question. All these people in the Netherlands are watching Michigan state field hockey because Kimmy is on the field hockey team now. Well, that's, that's, that's a good point. But speaking of the Netherlands, let me, let me sort of offer up a counterpoint. My, my neighbors, um, one of my neighbors are from Amsterdam and I'm, I'm trying to, maybe we taught you and I maybe talked about this recently. I can't remember, forgive me, but they are big soccer fans, cycling fans, as you would imagine what they find very curious and do not understand about the way we structure our, our society in terms of sports as universities is that they're attached to each other, Right. Like if you want to row or or play tennis or whatever in the Netherlands and you're 18, you go do it at a club. You and you still go and you want to go to university, as they would say over there. You go, but then you you find a club to do that at, and it's not attached to the to the university. They they separate it out and they just are very confused by by our model and maybe because of some of the issues you're you're talking about right now. I, mean, I think a big part of like doing it for a university is being part of something bigger. Just like going and playing sports at the Olympics is about being part of something bigger. Like sure. You can play volleyball at a club all day long, but playing for your school means a lot more to you. No, no, it, it does. And I, under, I understand that point. The problem is you're right. The, the, the funding and, and I would make, and I've thought about this a lot over, you know, the last uh, several years as money's become more and more part of the discussion which I think is good because it's always been about money on some level, at least with the, the, the football and basketball. But I, I wonder, you're talking about scholarships and bringing other people. I mean, is it, what if we, yeah, sports is one way to bring people in, but there are a lot of other ways to bring people to universities that maybe not be able to afford it with scholarship monies in general. I mean, they're, they're, they're big, tough questions, right? That as a society, we need to kind of figure out what we're trying to, to do as universities. And that's not, I'm not being critical of rowing or anything. I, I think that's, you're, you're absolutely right. That's a, that's a, it's great to be part of something larger. Very few things other than sports can teach you that in a way, right? 
the, the, yeah. the teamwork. It's not just football. It's any kind of team. No, and I agree. Like, I always wanted to be an athlete from the moment I was, like, two years old. I remember going to Michigan State football game, pointing down at the field and saying, Mom, I want to be like them. And then once I got to do that, it was just, like, one of those, like, full circle moments. Like, I remember standing on or sitting at the start line of my first ever race and just hearing Michigan State being called and realizing, oh, that's me. It's not just the team I cheer for anymore. It's, like, a very different experience than just going to Michigan state. Cause now I've experienced being a student athlete and a, just a regular student and being a student athlete definitely has um, some perks that aren't very like obvious. It's just a really cool way to know you're a part of supporting a big school and putting your name out there forever. Like if you Google my name, the first thing to come up is my rowing stats. That's pretty cool. Well, it is cool, and it, it speaks to identity. And you, you bring, you give us, you leave us a lot—not leave us, but you bring up a lot of things that we need to, you really need to think about. And when I wrote the column, I was just thinking about basketball, and well, football mainly, and just the the sort of. I feel like there's a lot of hypocrisy out there. I feel like we we've tried to pretend there's an innocence and a purity and the amateur status with with these student athletes that have been the engine of billions of dollars for years and years and years and years. And it's not, it's, it's not, I mean, I guess it is sustainable. Look at what just happened with the expansion of the TV, but it's not, um, I think there's a lot of unease with it and there has been for a long, long time. And, and I like that the expansion is forcing more of this out into the, the conversation and forcing us, I hope to get real about some of the things, but what you're talking about is also, is also true. And if we're talking about equal opportunity or, you know, other folks to um, other you know students and interested in other sports to get a chance to come campus to come to campuses across this country and do exactly what you're saying then then maybe we need to rethink football and basketball in terms of I mean I don't know maybe the locker rooms in in basketball or football shouldn't be quite what they are maybe there should be a little bit more of a Spartan level no pun intended existence and we spread some of that around if that's the end goal to take as many young people as we can and Right. And then maybe, and yeah. I don't know, then maybe the football and basketball people that are so good that can go straight, maybe they need to go to the G league. Maybe the NFL needs to figure something out for the people that are NFL level players and not um, put it on the universities to figure out for student athletes at like you. No, I agree with that, but I think the NCAA has a lot of work to do. They're, They've been saying for years, it's all about equal opportunity, Title IX, all this stuff. And it's very, very clear that that's not what's been going on for years. And I think the NCAA has to fix some things. If It's okay if you want to support football, basketball, whatever. Like, that's fine. I love going to the football games. I love going to the basketball games. I love going to hockey games. But you can't say it's fair when it's clearly not. And I oh, think the NCAA has something to needs to say something and fix something if they're going to continue to say that. Well, and it's not just the NCAA. When we say the NCAA, we talk about it like it's some monolithic. The NCAA is, is our university system, right? It's made up of presidents who run who run our, our universities. So you know, it's, it's us, really. We say the NCAA, but it's really our society. Thanks for listening. If you want to hear this full conversation, check out Free Press Sports with Carlos and Sean. They drop an episode every Thursday, wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week. Thank you.